One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Long Surely we, we've got to talk about this. What? <laughs> this? I mean, it's a revelation. Those, those listening and not on looking at you know YouTube, kind of we're very YouTube centric at Bootsy. Go and have a look. I mean, go, go and have a look at what's happened. So. <laughs> Matt's been complaining for a while we've, you know, and it's fair as have certain people in the comments so we've bonded around the, the fact that that is just annoying. you've bonded with people on the internet on the fact that a mic has been upside down yeah okay but fine that's good I mean that's you can make friends it's, it's a great way to be but, but Matt oh, oh, we've, uh, we've got a, we're a new joiner at Ball Street who's, who's kind of into seems to be into logistics and making things a lot easier than they need to be Junior no, is in the house Junior is in the house in the yeah. place and, and um, I've got to say hmm for a 43 year old immaculate he's immaculate it's insane he looks he looks young he looks younger than James yeah no which is annoying because that was my thing his daughter's 18 that's crazy that's crazy I mean his daughter's nearly Adam looks older than him and his daughter's nearly the same age yeah I know see no beds and but, no, but how, how's show some respect Adam yeah I wouldn't even be thinking about that because who brought that up yeah, that's that? if Junior watches this, he, is, he, he won't play. He won't play when it comes to Rio. <laughs> Fucking right, nor should he, and nor yeah. will you when when <laughs> when Adam tries it. <laughs> <laughs> What? what? Years to come. Fucking What's years going to come. on with you, Jay? She's four and a half, four and a half months old. I know what is that. Wrong with I you? know that. I'm saying in years to come. Okay. Because he's going to be single forever with the attitude that he's got. Okay. <laughs> the way he treats women. The way he treats women. <laughs> <laughs> How is he been twice? What's, what's been happening? What's he been doing? I don't know. But he just come back from Amsterdam oh. a week ago. <laughs> and he's not, said, he's not said anything about what he's been up to. Not a single dicky bud. And I haven't, out of respect to him, I haven't asked him until we put cameras on. <laughs> of course, standard flap. How did you get on in Amsterdam? Very well. It was fun. Not was it yeah, fun? No, what happened? Birds and that, yeah. Nothing happened with any females. What? You went to Amsterdam, nothing happened. Yeah. I'm not saying brasses. I'm no, saying no, good. <laughs> he gets away with that. He doesn't. Sorry, he, he's he's always skating on thin ice. It's part of his charm. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's, it's part of his charm. <laughs> don't know how you get away with it, but you do. I mean, yeah, but, I don't know. But junior, so how's it been? I mean, what's it? It been just like? makes a lot more sense. Everything makes a bit more sense now. 
I've but, only but, had a morning with him, so mm. I'm sure it'd be great. But <laughs> yeah, I was up in Liverpool. He's, he's done things. So he's done, he's done things like that. Got to turn the mic upside down so we can see each other. And we've been doing this for about 54 episodes. That's almost 60 hours worth of podcasting. And no, and I have never thought to myself. Never seen each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see what Mitrovic done? Is this the what well, when Newcastle was celebrating? Yeah, like he's always been known as a bit of a hothead, right. unable to control his temper. True, um, but you shouldn't be angry, and I'm sure he wasn't angry, but it seemed like an angry gesture. When so to explain it, yeah. So what did he do? So Newcastle just won. Mm. They're all celebrating on the pitch. I hate that they won the league, by the way. But currently, yeah, yeah. Too. drinking champagne, and he just like finished it and just launched. You know, like Big B. Out of train spot, yeah, he just finishes his pint and just throws it over the thing. Yeah. It's that kind of attitude. He just launches it up in the air and then just starts laughing. This is a a, a magnum of champagne. And so, who who nearly got hit by it? Then? No one nearly got hit, but it was just the, the, the lack of care. The lack of care. <laughs> who are you? What, <laughs> what would you be like in that situation? I wouldn't be I'm, flinging up. Imagine flat champagne be, bottles willy nilly. Uh, you wouldn't be. No, absolutely not. I wonder what you would do. You'd be one of them, you know. In fact, he'd be like Brighton. Once he'd got promoted, he'd just go on such a such a tear because that's apparently so that what's happened. To Brighton, then? Yeah, apparently though, because I was uh, staying with my mate in Brighton this weekend. I uh, took V down and, and hung out with the family. I was in Brighton this weekend. Were you? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh shit. Can you get any Spurs tickets for the final game? <laughs> I've got to ask you. That's what but I promise. Not, not on here when other people <laughs> yeah. have asked. But if. I mean, hypothetically, is, is, is this Pete the Meat? This is Pete the Meat. I'm, I mean, I'd love to. I haven't met him yet. If but anything comes up, yeah, can you? I've got to say, he's like a favour for me. I know, but if he's like the fifty-first person who's asked yeah. me, right? And the fact that if it wasn't on camera, yo, it was more different for me then. So, right, Pete the Meat's coming. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed. Okay, no, but you know if any, if, if you know of any anyone uh, that can't of, go for any course, reason, I course, said he was unlikely, but. Uh, if we can only if me and Pete and me can meet for a beer, definitely. All right, you should do that anyway. But yeah, so we're in Brighton, and what Pete was saying. And I just spell meat in Pete the Meat. M E A T. Because is it because? Yeah. yeah, why? Because he's got a big welly. <laughs> well, really, you do the math. Again, it's self-titled. I like it. So I'm really? not sure. And then, he, and then he kind of after uni started to put it. Yeah, you, you know, like there was Scouse Pete. I'm like, yeah, he's like, well. Yeah, they, you know they called me Big Pete. Yeah. I'm like, no, they just called you Pete. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pete he's one of them. So I don't know. I don't know if, if that, that big truth. If, if he is me, he, he reckons Brighton were on the um, on the on the smash. On yeah. the sauce. Apparently, they've just be everyone kind of knows that they won, and then they've just been like in all the clubs and that lot around. Just they, how would you feel if you were a Brighton fan? I'd be really disappointed in that. You would be. No, only because Come you've got on, though, the purity. Week, and then you've got the whole summer to go yeah. mad. Um, I, yeah, you've got to be. You're paying your money and going. But I quite like the fact that they're like, we've done all the work. You've enjoyed everything that's happened this season. Yeah. That's the time for us to have a little fun. Well, they nearly won it, didn't they? The, you know, they were minutes away from getting the win that they needed. 89th minute, Jack Grealish steps up and scores mm. that equaliser. So, that, so they probably went miles off. Really. No, they probably but, but, weren't but it was the game before that they, when they lost to Bristol City at home. That's probably, I think, when, right. when they fucked it. Okay. Um, but I, I think if I was a Brighton fan, I don't think I'd care because they've been on the verge of getting to the Prem for a while. So I think that they're going to feel cool. The whole thing's validated. Actually, coming second, who cares? We're in it. That's the main thing. Yeah. But... It's something to me about the, and this sounds a bit boring, but I remember when England first won the Ashes after that. We hadn't won it for years and years and years. We won the, was it 2005? 2005, yeah, yeah. And we win the Ashes and 
basically Flint off KP they just went on like a 40 day bender yeah and I remember at the time thinking I really like the attitude of well the attitude that I think is a permanent fixture in winners is that they maybe celebrate for one day and then they get on to preparing for the next thing mm. and sometimes I think that that's what the Australians would do who, who dominated the sport for years so there's those that kind of have their moment in the sun and enjoy it but celebrate and then there's those that actually see that this peak is actually this isn't the peak this is just actually a level uh, part way up the mountain to actually what we're aiming for which is to be the undisputed best winners kind of ever so there's something about that mindset Can about I say celebrating that I personally think is a little bit uh, counterinductive to someone that wants long term sustained success you would definitely be aiming for that yeah I would definitely be happy with this <laughs> Yeah, you would have actually thrown the champagne bottle, but you'd have probably been a bit. You'd have knocked someone out, and no. you'd probably be in prison yeah. by now. I wouldn't have been like something horrible. I considered what he did to be a little bit horrible, but but, but back to that celebration thing, I would one hundred percent do that. I, I, I would like say, "What well, that looks like fun up there, but it's a lot of work mm. to get to that point." And I could have as much fun right now. Yeah, I get it. I think a lot of people in sport, you know, so Jimmy Bullard, who's a good mate of ours. And a good guy. He his career essentially. He managed to get into the England team, and I think for him that was the like he didn't say this, but from speaking to him, I've deduced this that that from that moment he got into the England team, that was him. I think fulfilling his dreams, and that was the end for him. Yeah. And his career sloped off after that. And I think it was hard for him to kind of you know like you see some people that become a champion, like a heavyweight champion, and then they kind of yeah. that's it for them. They start to. Um, so to, to lose that focus you've said it on the podcast a few times that momentum and like people don't really dive into that mm. like Leicester last year they'd reached the same kind of thing wasn't it they'd reached the yeah. top they still had the momentum for the Champions League and that kind of heart for that but in the league they're kind of like well yeah, we've reached the top this is kind of it but then there's them people that's like a Frank Lampard who I don't think maybe had the natural ability of a lot of people, but he's one of those that has worked at his game. And there's the skill, and then there's the application of your attitude, ultimately. Delta Raps is the polar opposite to that. Had all the skill in the world. Right. Yeah, oh the God. exact terrible attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And where is he now? He's at uh, Genoa on loan from Benfica, where he's never played a game. So yeah, <laughs> Speaking of people who like, kind of got a bit carried away when uh, they've, won, they've won something. To rap, when we got... <laughs> when we won the championship he was like they're all like in the change room doing that and it was one of those you know the the sort of ceiling where there's like panels like yeah. in our office yeah yeah and he was just <laughs> and he was just going smashing them all just up going mad. and Neil Warnock went yeah went, went mad at him um, so I've got, I've got this issue with people that win the teams that win the championship calling themselves champions you did it people that win the championship you're not champions you're, you've won promotion two different things you can only be Incorrect. one champion in yeah. all of the, the, the what, what sport no in the league in the league so you, the top tier Chelsea are champions right Newcastle won promotion if you want yeah, to be called champions you've got to be the they best champions of that league nah not having it not for me yeah, it's it's not nonsense. Yeah, but you can't be champions of that. So they're the champions of that division. They well, don't say they're the champions of the league. They just say they're the of, champions yeah. of that division. They're not champions. the League Two champions. It's, so the fact that they call the League Two champions or the League One champions, that kind of negates what you're saying. No, they won the promotion. 
they're not champions. No, 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 they're champions of League Two no, and they won promotion. So say you no. say you won the league, you'd <laughs> no. be so say you won the league this year, you'd be you'd be champions. Of course. Well no you wouldn't because there's a Champions League where Real Madrid or Athletic yeah. Madrid and that's Europe so it's they're higher up the football pyramid. No, you're being silly. Well I might be silly and you're not. <laughs> because um you, you you're not champions of League One champions. It's just like let's let's sell that, let's make that more important than it is. You've won promotion, well done. Now try and be champions of Britain, England. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, you were talking about the thing is, is he's not the only Newcastle player that's been a bit mad is he um, um, yeah well he was a bit of a mad guy yeah I mean I enjoyed him and Mitrovic I enjoy I, I think he's great I, I love him he's a good him. player actually Just, he's really good he's a good player yeah. who's your favourite mad Ed because um, there's been some great the Zidane headbutt was was an incredible moment, wasn't it? Because yeah, it of was, the occasion and I can't fucking, even, I mean, the headbutt. I can't even the remember. Chest headbutt. I mean, that's a brutal fucking Mortal Kombat style manoeuvre, isn't it? Man? Never done before, really. Yeah. Never done since. No, I he's mean, been getting kicked his whole career. <laughs> yeah. <so, laughs> he just have a hand down his back pocket and he's like, when are we going yeah. to pull this one? At some point, I'm going to show these people. Yeah. Like, it was 2006 yeah. World Cup final. Yeah. That um, was madness, yeah. But the, yeah. In terms of people that I. But just kind of had that sort of psychotic kind of yeah. intensity. Stuart Pierce, I used yeah. to. Think, well, you kind of found out later that he was actually maybe a little bit dull. But I know, well, I was, as a player, I was disappointed with him as a as a human being. That's probably with a lot of players that stop once they stop playing yeah. football and they've got to obviously do something the rest of their lives and they'll become a pundit yeah. and. They just oh, they don't live up to the. No, I wanted him to be a pro. Oh, that's fucking you know that kind of a guy. Not yeah. just he's a bit boring. But as a but, player, he was fried. He was but, 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 the, but the best I watched the other day a uh, compilation of Cantona and his fouling. He's nuts. He's fa- I mean, obviously the the Crystal Palace. He cry. He kicks on in the crowd. We keep forgetting that. But I like that. He he he. He not only crossed the line, yeah. but he crossed the actual white line <laughs> to fucking cry kick someone in the crowd. Yeah. Imagine if that happened now with social media. But he'd have more followers than anyone. Yeah, he would. Just off the back of that. But what 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 is acceptable thing for to, to scream from the sidelines? Like what level? Like racism not acceptable. People react badly. And that's what was essentially aimed at him. Yeah. But what, in your opinion... He'd just been sent off, hadn't he? Yeah, they, he got so him fucked off back to France, you, something like that. Something like that. Um, what, what, what do you think that the acceptable level of abuse from the stands? This is just his just trick, like trick to get question, us to yeah. say loads of bad stuff. Go on. <laughs> Go on. I don't say again. So what, at what level of abuse do you think are you comfortable screaming at a player? All oh, right. Um... I mean, would if if did you used to scream? Would you use Lampard's size against him from the side? Of the t- I I found that funny because it's just I mean it's a joke. He's not is he? He's like lean as anything. But yeah. whenever he there was the, right. there was a song about his uh, misses. Y- yeah, um, and you sing that looking like an animal. Which I thought was that, harsh. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. You joined in. I can see. Well, it. I I knew her, so I didn't want to um, get involved. In what's that. the worst thing you've ever done in a football stadium? Me, well, either. You know this, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on. You're fine now. You're Come fine. Okay now. You're not going to get caught. You, you regret it massively. I threw nine pieces of chewing gum. That was, uh, nine pieces together. It was one bit. It was one bit. Right. It's become nine nine bits. Oh, so you weren't like going right? I'm going to throw. It. Hang on a minute. 
Does anyone else got any chewing gum? Like, then yeah. yeah, nine, and then that's sufficient ball size. You threw a nine, so like a snowball of chewing gum. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe not that big, but yeah, yeah, it was big enough. I, okay. So, what I've got to say this. So uh, we played the year we went down a couple of years ago. Um, we we were playing Chelsea at home, needed points, and uh, we lost because Fabregas. Who fiberglass? Fiberglass was uh, scored in the 86th minute and decided to come straight to our oh, that's corner. Annoying. That's yeah. the bit that gets you in it. Yeah, and I sight in the crowd. I have this thing where I go, I'll, I'll put in two bits of chewing gum at the start of the game, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I just I like something to chew, and then if it's going, if it's a tense game, and it's going, <laughs> you know, it's not chew It's not, not like you're unique. I like. Uh, go on, carry on. Well, here because it gets a little bit more unique. Yeah. So I've put two in, and then. If it's going well, if the game's going well, I'll add to that pile. (laughs) (laughs) I'll add to that. Okay. (laughs) And if it's not, I'll go. I'll go. This isn't working out. I'll put that under my seat and I'll start again. (laughs) Right. What? We all have superstitions, don't we? This is a mad one. So we would, and we were holding our own against Chelsea, who obviously much better team, won the league that year. And it got to about 80 minutes. So by that point, I had nine bits of chewing gum in my mouth. And that's why I had nine bits of chewing gum in my mouth. Oh, and then dear. when he came over, it was completely out-of-body experience. Mm. I kind of, I don't know what I, I was just so angry. It just came out of my mouth and I just I just threw it. Threw it. But you regretted it, didn't you? You felt like proper nervous. Well, I remember reading the standard the next day. And then GBR going, we will find the people that, some other people were throwing worse things. Oh right! Like, so now you're shitting it, going yeah, on. And things like, actually hurt. Yeah, and I was like, they will be given life bans, and I'm thinking, what? Like, <laughs> this is like, and I'm thinking, my whole career is like flashing what? what so I can't go to Loftus Road. I can't. Like, is this, is this, a, is this a, you know a, a countrywide stadium? Yeah, but like, you, the only reason I go is, is to go with you know spend time with dad. dad. So I text with dad, going, I, I don't know. I think I'm. Do you think they'll catch me? Do they and he, like, he couldn't have been better. He was like, they're not going to catch you. Calm down. You haven't really done get anything wrong. with the rest wrong. of your life, yeah. Why do you, do you not, though, then fucking get onto line two and put on a funny voice and then call you out, excuse me, Mr. Alcott, yeah. this is... Uh, oh, God, this is West London, please. We'd like you to come down to the yeah. station, We've please. we reviewing some of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Yeah. Uh, What's the worst thing you two have done? <laughs> I've never done anything. You've never done nothing? No. Nah. Uh, I, 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 got, I, I was drinking beer in front of uh, the football pitch once and got ejected from the stadium. Right. So really, um, I'm more rock and roll than you. I thought, what, 100%. Well, it, it's got, I was sitting there, Spurs were beating Middlesbrough 3-0, and I was sitting there and I was having a beer, and I was just hiding it down, because I think it's ridiculous you can't drink in front of the pitch. But anyway, the rules are the rules, and I was feeling slightly tipsy, I was very young, slightly tipsy at the time, drinking beer, putting it down, and I just saw this hand come out of nowhere like this, and I was like, oh, it must be a fellow fan wanting some of my beer. So I was like, oh, there you go, mate. Is that, is that your inner monologue? Yeah. That must be one of my fellow fans. <laughs> Parched. Uh, and, uh, and then I looked up, and it was just fluorescent going up here. And I looked up, and it's just a steward. Right. And I was like, shit. And just put it back down. And he was like, give us a beer. And I was like, nope, I will not. And I saw Why? Spurs fans just passing the beer along. Passing the beer along. And I was like, there was no beer. He goes, I saw it. You know there was no beer. I was like, there wasn't. And he goes, you've got to go. And I was like, well, you're not going to make me. Because he couldn't, because he was like four or five rows of people. So I was just being a dick. I was right in the middle of the stand. You're that guy when there's like, there's one steward and then you get, there's two stewards yeah. over there and then there's I was, three. That's I'm not, you. Not usually, but I was in this instance. 
coppers cut came up and they looked across and I was like what are they going to do get all these people out of the way I'll just stand there and he just looks at me and went you here now and it was like my dad doing it and I was like melted completely <laughs> and I was like alright then walked along took me downstairs to the uh, six cans of beer with you. <laughs> <laughs> took, uh, took, me, took me down the uh, into the vomitory and uh, into the, the gangway and uh, they said have you got any ID what's your name I'm not telling you I'm oh, such a dick what's your ID and I went I haven't got any they searched my pockets obviously found my bank card and my membership card got a ban from the stadium what I didn't what I did do though is they on the report they kicked me out for fouling and being foul and abusive to a steward not drinking alcohol because he couldn't find me and I wasn't kicked out for that I was kicked out for the alcohol so I wrote a letter to the club and saying that this isn't true I wasn't kicked out I wasn't being foul and abusive and they gave me my card back and I didn't get banned. Result. Bloody hell, yeah. It is a result, but I feel quite bad because I did drink and I did deserve it. I won't worry about it. No. I'm not really not worried about it at all. Good. Um, do you see what happened at Chelsea? Oh, no, firstly, before we move into that, Matt, mm. first time in 26 years, a team has finished inside the playoffs with negative goal difference. <laughs> How does it feel, Tom? Are you still in there, though? You are in there. How are you feeling? Sorry. You could be the worst team ever to... Are oh, you little fuck. <laughs> you little fuck. I'll take that, though. you take that, wouldn't you? Fuck you. <laughs> the worst team to go up. Mate, now, seriously, we're not going up. There's no way we're not going up. We, we yeah. have, we've, we've fucked it. We've really fucked it. We, we were I there for a bit. Like every word that comes out when you're talking about this, nah. you're just safeguarding yourself. No. Nah, you are. Not. You're looking up there. I'm not. Look, football gods know that this is genuine. You know, <laughs> they, they know you can't. They're not fucking stupid. If you two think that you can just patronise them, maybe <laughs> that's why you both had such a bad season. I am Absolutely. pure in everything that I, in every communication I have with the football gods. <laughs> and this is no different. Um, in all seriousness, sixth lowest budget in the league. We never had enough. In January, we didn't strengthen sufficiently to... Uh, we basically don't have enough up top. We've All season, it's been very fine margins for us, which means that even when we've been <coughs> dominating the play and creating 15, 16, 20 chances, 75% possession, we've been coming out of it winning 1-0 or 2-1 or something like that. We give away goals at the back. We're not ruthless enough at either end of the pitch. And we're now playing Sheffield Wednesday. They're a team that beat us twice. And... They've got five better strikers than our than, than what we've got up top. We don't have anyone that can head a ball, no one that can attack a ball in the box. Things have to really work out for us to you know to, to implement our, our game plan. So You so, Aaron Moy though. Yeah, we've got Aaron Moy, but the thing is with Moy is that the teams Casey Palmer from Chelsea is actually he's a big thing. He used to kind of pick it up deep. A lot of time like Sterling used to in that Liverpool uh, Suarez, Sturridge kind of area where you pick the ball up deep just kind of get turned or just burn through midfield we're running at a back four and, and so we'd be kind of overlapping and just oh, people beating there. people from everywhere you know from we'd, uh, very incisive yeah. expansive kind of combinations of movement kind of passing and we're, we've, we've lost a bit of that at the moment I think in some ways Wagner's trying to find another way to play but ultimately we're going into this we're not going to beat Wednesday Jordan Rhodes always scores against us Forestieri always scores against us there's no way we beat them over two legs and if we did get there what we're going to be, play Fulham would beat is 9-1 on aggregate yeah so it's not Fulham happening look good. so yeah. I, I actually am at the point now I think I'm going to go up on Sunday to the game go. because it's it's a it's a bit of a nightmare with the family and that so I'm going to have to take the kid all the way up there which is a long way to go yeah. because it's a Sunday morning um 
but I almost feel that Huddersfield should actually just go look lads we're alright actually we'll hand Wednesday the tie just so we don't have the humiliation and just opt out of it because it, it's, it's going to be embarrassing that's not I think you've got the wrong attitude in there I'm, not, I'm a realist self-awareness I know where we're at I'm but, not stupid yeah, but it's a game of football anything can happen I know anything can happen and we the year we went up we got promoted to the champions of the playoffs we I know we if were I've got, awful yeah. we were awful in the run into those games and to be honest we it was a horrible draw at Wigan we, we wanted it more at home and Derby we had 10 men for ages and didn't deserve to win that game whatsoever mm. so, and we still got it what's yeah. the moral of the happen. story <coughs> you don't get what you deserve in football you get what you get but that could be good or bad yeah but in the same way that I could buy a lottery ticket and I could win it chances are I'm not going to so I, I'm aware of where we're at but um, but yeah it's it, but the thing is that because of how we've died at the end it's made it almost a little bit of an anticlimax in a way because right. we, we anticlimax anyway stay there for a second so you mentioned Vader being um, you know, taking her up but she's only four and a half months so she probably wouldn't probably not going to be a big deal for her it's more about um, so you don't know that <laughs> no that's true no, no she's cool she's a very good baby but it's because the kickoff's at 12 o'clock on Sunday yeah it means that I'd have to either take her and Ty all the way up which means six hours in a car there six hours in a car back and I'd either have to do that to be with them or I'd have to then go up on Saturday night come back on Sunday evening and then just be away from them for a day, which is cool because they're, you know, Ty's independent and the baby's good. But I don't really get to see her that much during the week. Right. So the weekend is the most amazing time because you actually get to hang out. Of course. Why don't you put her into, in a papoose and, t- and, <laughs> take, a wicked, and take her to the football? Or is it too loud? The concourse calls. No, no, she, she, uh, yeah, it's probably a little bit early. I was trying to take her up to a game. Um, Huddersfield actually invited me and let me up. In the, uh, no, they invited they me didn't. up for the what was the game? Are you the most famous Huddersfield? <laughs> <laughs> After Jean Luc Picard of the um, no, that's not Patrick really Stewart. Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> after After Patrick Stewart, I'm the second most famous Huddersfield fan. Sorry, go on. How on account this... of having three thousand subscribers on a YouTube podcast. How does it? How did this come to be? Um, and if they know, are they aware of the podcast? Yeah, they're aware of the podcast. Can't they give us access to? I don't know. Yeah, it's just a long way to go. <laughs> I've got it, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see your hometown. Well, okay. Um, Take me out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to Paris together. We did. We had a good time in Paris. See, we can do it. It was a good time, that was. We were. Was no, I would like to go up. I think, look, there's a chance of doing that. We, 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 The guy was saying maybe we could get up and maybe speak to someone up there, um, like Dean Oil or Boothie or something. But it's just, mate, I'm fucking so snowed. That, and that's the thing when it comes to V. Like, often I don't even see her in a day. Miss bath time, I'm getting in late. I work, essentially, all the time. So you don't get enough time with the nipper. Really. Of course. All right, fair enough. Yeah. All right, don't don't take her. Just and don't, to, just don't go to the final. That's a final. It's in London. Yeah, yeah we won't be in the final. But yeah, anyway, yeah, let's... Uh, we can't so did you, see, did you see Chelsea? What happened at Chelsea? So they're just beaten 3-0, beaten Borough pretty much clinched the title although not quite a point away they need and I don't know if it was a bad camera angle or <laughs> a bad but camera there angle. were just literally looked like thousands leaving the ground way before and and I think and that was the Chelsea fans for sure yeah 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 it was yeah. the Chelsea fans and and I I mean <laughs> even at the semi-final the Spurs fans obviously we went 4-2 down you know you kind of 
more or less you're going to leave there was that clip wasn't there that some guys like turns after the match goes and turns to his manager should we get off <laughs> <laughs> should we go yeah because you're forced to and then but there was as many Chelsea fans walking down Wembley Wares and I don't know if, if I guess what is the question is why in, in this where you're just about to win the league right why would so many fans want to leave when these are the moments of celebration these are the moments of where you can relax you've finally done it Less, you enjoy it. that's why you're going to football for but is that the moment because like, they haven't won the league yet no but if it was and actually maybe when they get presented the, the title maybe them guys would stay when they did the when they do the open top bus tour maybe they'll be fucking there having that so I'm sure they maybe, maybe they start to get home imagine, imagine the atmosphere and the raucous atmosphere if you would you, you would you needed one more win yeah. plus a point and you got that win the yeah. stadium would be just electric why alone would be yeah Loftus Road would be. But, but that's because we're not used to winning isn't it like, they, they, is that what it is well they've won they've won loads I, I probably do think that they're a little bit kind of like these top they expect to win it don't they Arsenal like crying out like okay I get I, I think that for example I don't mention this about Wenger out but I think that Wenger's time's up he's yeah. an old guy the world's moved on he needs to you know there needs to be some new thinking and I actually think that that probably should have been done a bit ago but when you look at when fans are complaining more about the fact that they've not won anything when they've won the FA Cup they've been in the Champions like I think I look at Arsenal I think that 95% of clubs in the world would take that so why is there, why do they feel entitled and United fans kind of a little bit similar they feel entitled to win don't they Chelsea fans I think feel entitled to win you don't feel entitled because you've not been spoiled they win fuck all yeah um, so, so, so maybe that's where it's like yeah we won the league great I've got bragging rights but they don't actually feel what we would feel having a moment of glory because they're used to glory what yeah. do you think Jim? I think, I think if, you're, if you're leaving early you know how I feel about this one if you're leaving early like that, you're missing you're missing the point because the whole point of being a fan, but going to those games is about taking part, mm. and to be to take part and be a part of it, there needs to be something between you you and the fans. For example, Loftus Road when you uh, Huddersfield beat uh, QPR, the end of the game because yeah, I I don't leave early. I like to be there mm. to the end. I looked at the other end and the Huddersfield players are doing the whatever it is, yeah. and you can turn your nose up at that if you want to. But I looked across and I was like, "That looks so cool." So of like the player, yeah, the players and the yeah. fans, they they appreciate that what you, the part that you played, and yeah. vice versa. Were you close enough to throw a chewing gum ball at them? <laughs> no, it was out of my range. Okay. Which was... You bloody love football, didn't you? Yeah. From, <laughs> from from another perspective, you're even in defeat. You're looking at the celebrations of another fan and not thinking. <laughs> you're thinking that looks bloody fun I just it's not even the loving football it's like I like fucking feeling alive and like that's what you're missing yeah. if you leave early yeah. when you've just won a game that's going to get you there and you're I think it's more intense straight after a game than it is when you get given the trophy and that's the that's problem that a lot of fans I think focus themselves on bragging rights over mm. someone else instead of the actual moments themselves mm. that's what that's what I think they, they, they miss out sometimes and that's I think that's yeah that's a shame for Chelsea fans who do want to be a part of something special Craig Craig just thinks it's normal for big Premier League clubs big big teams <laughs> that's what he said it's nothing I think there's a there is there's an element of that that in bigger Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Stadiums, there's... Um, Craig there's is the, the, the Chelsea fan upstairs, in, in case you don't yeah. know. Craig's amazing. Bigger stadiums, there's more people, so there's more people getting away in general. Yeah. And so there's traffic problems and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, still, it's still clearly a choice, isn't it? Brentford, do you see people leaving early often? Because um, you can't, you don't really have to escape the traffic at Brentford. Place, though, yeah. Can we make? Can we do that Chelsea question now? Six, then? Six, and he's like, was it seven thousand people? Well, more or less. Go on. So what's the let's just do that. There's a Chelsea question that we're going to do in a bit uh, from Nathan. Uh, Kai Bib, Kai Big. What's that mean? I don't know. Come on, you Big. boys in blue. Come on, you boys in green. Maybe, I don't know. I think Nathan's a bit conflicted. Yeah. What's his pitch? Is that Hazard? I think yeah. he's a Chelsea fan. Go on. And what he asks is, what would you pay to see Chelsea bottle it and Spurs win the title? If any money I had, and, you know, I'm not flush. So, 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 <laughs> so you'd pay about, 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 about 100 quid. I've got a bit, I've got about 86 quid. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you the 14 so you pay 100 quid cheers um, I, yeah I would happily not eat for the rest of the month to, to right. see that happen it would, it would be incredible because all the shit we're getting Spurs fans about being butlers imagine if we somehow won the league yeah that would be lovely alright ok so, so let's make it because money's a weird thing to oh, what would you give I would give a million you know it's, yeah. it's what about let's do it in a different way what? so to build on what he's asked no. not, not, not what would not, you give sexually I'd happily give a blowjob for it <laughs> you, don't even, I, you don't even know who to yet. Yeah, it's just a mouth. <laughs> just, just that wasn't the question actually. It was, a, it was a little bit different to that. Um, it was more based on what would you give, uh, Jesus? What would you? Okay, would you take relegation the season afterwards and not be able to get back into the Great Premier question. League for yeah. say ten seasons? Yes, I would. 100% right. what about to go you've said no to that question in the past I'm saying yes to it now because we, we've got no <laughs> chance of, of winning like to turn this around now to see yeah. Chelsea's broken hearts yeah. all the Arsenal fans calling us butlers 
to have all of that over them forever. We could be relegated through all of the divisions. I'll always have that. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I think I hopefully that answers your question, Nathan, in a yeah. different way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should we bin the but English d- manager? D- d- just to finally say though, yeah. on that Spurs thing, I don't think you bottled it. I don't think that's fair. It's like, I, it feels like you're getting closer, you know, and is Pochettino going to stay? I think some of these players will stay. You're, I wouldn't swap your squad with, uh, so if I was Liverpool, I'd want to swap squads with you. If I was United, I'd want to swap squads with you. I think if I was Arsenal, I'd want to swap squads well, with if you. If you brought up the manager along with them, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think a lot of teams would swap that. What you've, I th- and I also think that teams have to learn how to win. And sometimes you learn how to win by getting close to it, you know? The terms of, I get, yeah, 100%, hopefully that you're right. Um, I think the term bottling is obviously... It's lazy. The, yeah, because the people it's, the people that are using it are fans who are trying to get one over on, on, on other fans. Yeah. They're not interested in facts or no. interested in logic or reason. They just want to see you yeah. react. Yeah. And the minute you do, they've won. Yeah. Which is why I don't react. But there are some fans, first fans losing their shit, and it's yeah. quite funny. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing in it. Yeah. So I mean, the key thing is you can't bottle something that, you, that you're in control of. Don't bite. Uh, the, the, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not biting. I'm just saying that the, the, the problem with the argument actually doesn't matter. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. With a, with a great question from Kristen Hennage, who's a big fan. I love yeah. Kristen Hennage. I love so him. I've only put it in there because Kristen, your questions weren't all that to be honest. But I just wanted to talk. Is he not on next week? He's coming on the pod. Is he, Kristen? Your question's yeah. lovely. A really good question. Um, <laughs> honestly, uh, I love listening. I don't even like listening to people talk about football that much. I love listening to Kristen talk about football. Yeah, it's a lovely way about it. He's good. He's good football as Is well. He coming on next week. Yeah, good football. Great touch. Great feet. Great touch. Great, um, great passing. You'd expect Pops that as well. Because of the amount of football he watches, he wouldn't be that mm. guy who just yeah. hoofs it. He's, he's one of them that doesn't even need. He just pops it about first time here, yeah. he, he, and then can just all of a sudden like. Maybe you can show a bit next week. Mm. Yeah, Maybe if you can demonstrate that in this area, we'll ask him. Uh, his question was: Who was the player that inspired your love for the game? Mm. I mean, I think I might have inspired a few people. Definitely. From the game against well, I was going to say hashtag. Those volleys, or the headers of volleys. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. impressive. Yeah. I mean, Graham Collab is available on the Bullshit Channel now. Yeah, don't bother watching that. Watch that. <laughs> um, I mean, I did alright. It's got a good free kick, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway, go yeah. on. What was your player? What did you play? What, have you got him on? You go, Jim. Um, Roy. Wendell. I used to in the early <laughs> before my time. In the early years, I used to actually like. I like the kind of blood and thunder. Like I liked Stuart Pearce, Tony Adams. Colin Hendry, I really liked. You like? How can no one says? No one's ever said that. Yeah, that's I really like just Colin Hendry on all his headers. Colin, he oh, was oh, epic. He only, was an epic player. Only the only the White Walkers on Game of Thrones used to fucking have Colin Hendry as their favourite. Yeah, player. I don't know why. I like, yeah, I, I love those Paul Ince. I love those kind of in terms of falling in love with someone. It was probably Ray Wilkins. though I sure he liked Ray Wilkins. He had no pace. I was like, I was love players good. with no pace who could still do well in a game. Did you fall in love with Terry Venables when you stood next to him in the toilet staring at his penis? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I fell in love with him well before that, which was the reason for that action. Okay, fair, fair comment. Uh, oh, fuck. Do you know what? Um, yeah, like, what? Well, I've got one. Paul Walsh. Paul Walsh, yeah, good long one. blonde hair. When you're, yeah. when you're, oh shit, Gary Penrose. Sorry, yeah, go on. <laughs> Gary Penrose because he had a moustache. No one good, else had a moustache. Great tash, yeah. And, and when he scored, he, looked, he, looked he like would he... run into the. He would always run into the fans. Yeah, love that. 
He almost looked like a like a a character off of Guess Who the board game. He looks exactly like a character of Guess Who. Mm. Yeah, good shout. God, what great. Has he got a tash? All right. Yes. Gary Penn. Is it Gary? <laughs> Correct. You yeah. win. He looked like the apathy husband of a of a Coronation Street character. <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah. He did. He did. Um, such a good shout, Matt. What's he doing now? Penrice. He's just gone back to QPR Holloway. Football Guess Who could be a little bit of a fucking. A little good. bit of a thing, actually. Uh, that yeah. could be good. Good idea. What's happened to Gary Penrice now? He's um, he's a scout. Uh, he was a sort of strikers coach, and Holloway should sort of take around his best mate of Holloway. You he's just come back to keep I bet you bloody love that. One of the old heroes coming back. I feel back. like he stalked some of these he's people. A, my, um, I know so much yeah. about him. My he's... first email address was Penrice10. <laughs> 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 still use it. Oh, I still, I use, still it. use it. Amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, go. Gmail or Hotmail? Hotmail, that. It would have been Hotmail, yeah. Hotmail, I knew that from that era. It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so what was your first email address? That'd be good, yeah. Let people in the comments, yeah. did you have a funny first Do, do you know what? In the early days of the internet, me and my mate, uh, so I had like fucking chopsticks at Yahoo, because me and my mate, in the early days of the internet, I'm talking dial-up, get a fucking C- DVD, CD-ROM or whatever it is, oh, from fucking Dixon's, put it in, download it, and, and it, like, horrible experience. Yeah. And it was kind of like you were just running free in this open land. So they were just going, all oh, right, okay, we went on. We used to go onto these chat rooms together. Tits. Pretend we didn't know each other. Yeah. Just leave it for a minute. Sorry. But, 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 but basically, this is what we did. So we, we he used to go on, he used to be Voodoo Sid. Right, that was his name, and I was Chopsticks. I don't know where these names came from. <laughs> we used to go and we pretend we didn't know each other, and then start to pick people apart like Velociraptors off Jurassic Park, and start to bully people, like accuse them of bad things and that lot. Of, so I, that's that's what, I, I know, but that's just what we fucking did. I'm mod- just being honest. No, in early in early days, it's not awful. It's early days, normal. It's bad. Normal on the internet. I did the exact same thing with my mate. Paul Montgomery, his name was. <laughs> exact same thing. <laughs> and we used to play poker, and. Um, we would, Collusion. Yeah, I mean, as I'm saying this out loud, it's probably. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> but the, the, uh, yeah, we, we, just, we just used to um, collude, yeah. troll a little bit. Right. But equally, no, I um, won't talk about that. But I will on Matt were when when that, well, that some of the video happens because at that point in time, I was actually working at post office counters, and I took them an idea that essentially said you have to go into fucking Dixon's to buy this CD-ROM. We send out. Royal Mail people to every single house and the rest of people come into the post office why don't we create one of these things we can corner the internet and also people don't trust fucking FreeServe or AOL or CompuServe or some of these tiles but they would trust fucking post office and Royal Mail so actually we can probably corner the whole email market right now uh, by providing getting people coming through our ISP seems like a great idea doesn't it Yeah. and obviously I handed that to my boss as a one pager first job out of university and they just go yeah okay thanks Matt I'll uh, I'll work on that Mm. And probably sat there going, "What's he talking about?" Maybe so I could have been Bill Gates. Film. Yeah, <laughs> they came. Um, that's fascinating. I don't know, and but they didn't do anything. That, well, they didn't do anything. No. And what's happened to them now? Yeah, I think that they're probably they missed that trick. They're they? in trouble. They're probably still going. How does we? How what? do we beat this email thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Let's, what's Netscape? Um, but, but yeah. Um, okay. But that's. I'll, I'll talk about that kind of thing on, on my channel when that's happening. Junior's going to help with that. But we're getting away from it. Kenny Dalgleish was for me that I remember getting a kit as a kid and it had his number on it and they were on the telly and Dalgleish was just a fucking legend so it was Dalgleish and Rush that played for Liverpool and there was, it was in the days when there weren't that many teams on TV so it was kind of that was the big match and obviously I loved football so I wanted to see football on the telly and Kenny Dalgleish was, was, was my guy but then it went on 
I've fallen I, what I used to love as a kid because again and I feel sorry for younger guy, younger people now mm. because in in some ways it's great for them that they can watch any game that's happening in the world you can watch all the African Nations Cup games you can kind of you can watch all this stuff right you can watch every fucking Barca game during the year yeah. when I was a kid you had to work harder for that it wasn't everywhere so it kind of made like I think there's almost too much now whereas when I was a kid you you the World Cup would happen like the 86 World Cup I was like 10 or something mm. like that and all of a sudden you see these players with these exotic names that you didn't know about and you'd, so you'd be watching games really from a curiosity point of view and all of a sudden you'd see like I don't know um, Hugo Sanchez that played for Mexico who used to do these bicycle kicks he played for Real Madrid at the same time as well and it was just fucking amazing and you'd see people like from Denmark like Preben Elkjar and, and the Loudrup brothers mm. and you, you'd you'd just be kind of mesmerised by these these brilliant players that you didn't even kind of know about and or that you'd maybe heard their name but yeah. you didn't get the opportunity to see them play and that's when football was, was truly special I guess in 1978 Mm. Argentina won the World Cup in Argentina mm. they had one player who didn't play in Argentina at the time that was Mario Kempes who played yeah. for Valencia their manager Menotti at the mm. time he he had a rule that you weren't allowed to play out outside of, uh, of the country but Kempes was the greatest striker in the world at yeah. the time he was so, golden boot in that thing as yeah well, he was yeah um, but I was talking to my dad and he'd never heard apart from Kempes of a single one of their yeah. players he'd yeah. never heard of them yeah. he just kind of had this idea of some yeah. of these players but there was no act, there was no television, no. there was nothing like that. And just to further that, when I was a kid, I, I used to read Match and Shoot. Yeah, I used to love it, yeah. And that was how I got my football content. Yeah. It was just reading these, these yeah. semi decent magazines. And, and football was so magical back then. And now I'm kind of at a position, maybe because I'm getting old and lo- mm. long in the tooth a little bit, but whereas I can kind of take or leave and forget about football happily. Yeah. Whereas mm. I was craving. Football, football information. I think for fans of the smaller clubs as well. Like now, if you say you go watch Southend because your your dad takes you or whatever, you can kind of you can like those players. Mm. But you go home and you play FIFA and there's Messi and there's all these amazing, yeah. you, you know, big big stars. Yeah. It almost stops those guys becoming heroes to you. you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. if you if you didn't have all that going on, yeah. you'd have a little of the odd bit. But these were the guys that you saw week in week out, yeah. and. Then, you can have, again. You can have a strong connection to those people. I had a, I had an affinity with a player who I shouldn't have done, but just did. Who? Owen Archdeacon. His name. Owen was. Archdeacon. I remember that name. Did he play for like Barnsley at some point? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, but he was. I saw a picture of him match, <laughs> black and white picture with Owen Archdeacon. Took a shine his, to him. Just liked his name. Yeah. I mean that it was pure then. It was very. There was pure. nothing in it. No. <laughs> the, uh, I'll tell you one of the players though that because I. I uh, Juan Roman Riquelme was, was yeah. one of my favourite ever players yeah. he was fucking not fast played a little bit like Zidane in a way uh, but used to just kind of little nutmegs for fun and just those range of passing and just a beautiful an amazing footballer because football kind of got lately where it's about pace and it's about power and tactics and 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 I, yeah and I used to love these guys that that didn't need that pace Maverick. they just had the vision they just had the the timing they just had the skill to just kind of move defenders without even pushing it around them just by the way that they moved their body um, Zidane was like that too there's players actually that, that yeah, they, they kind of made uh, they make football an art form uh, there was two players. The way it was just the way they used to stroke the ball. Mm. Christian Zieger, the way he would he would 
the, the technique when playing a football I, I could watch all day it was just what the left back yeah right and so he wasn't he claims he wasn't actually ever a left back he just got put there and then that was the end hmm. of it <laughs> I was reading an article on him. Right? Yeah, no, wait, yeah, what does he consider himself? He said I was a centre midfielder. Just put left winger by Munich or something like that, and then just that was it. And it was really annoying for him. Well, and in the um, Euro '96 final, he played centre midfield. Like, by the way, play. why can left footed players just connect better than right? Same with cricket, players? isn't it? Left yeah, left. it's and just that. such a. But the thing is, is. is even for me, right? So I play football, and I, I can. I do two footed. I can hit corners with both feet and no problem. But even like when I do it, and, and even if I play football left-handed, it's just kind of it's more f- football just, left-handed. Sorry, cricket, cricket left-handed. Right, it's even more. It's just a fucking better motion. It's weird. Was your ambidextrous? No, I'm not ambidextrous, but I always recognise the value of being able to do both so I would never I'm not you know these people that would run around and try and play with the outside of the foot or would try and hit with their right foot and it's their left foot right. I, I you know I can I'm very comfortable at doing that so right. I don't make me I'm a dexterous but and, and with cricket you just kind of like it, it's awkward but but you kind of just get once you do it a little bit you can get into it so you, you know would I mean? you would play and occasionally play cricket and you would switch starts uh, yeah but not playing professional cricket i wouldn't uh, or, or sorry uh, organized ticket but when i'm mucking around i can do it and it, it's i can strike it mm-hmm. it's just a pure motion and like playing football left footed as well if i was to sit there and do a free kick i reckon i'd hit a better Better get a, get a better whip on a ball almost with my left foot than my right foot. I don't know I why. Don't even, yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't get it off the floor with my left foot. <laughs> <laughs> but you had those players, and it'd be so sad if those players didn't exist anymore. Like you know, I, I've saved Raywood because obviously he shouldn't be in this pantheon. But Raywood like Perlo, Javi, Skulls, players who didn't have that much pace but just yeah. seemed to slow the game down. Yeah, like it'd be really. Raquel, mate, it'd be really sad if those guys just didn't. There wasn't a place for them anymore. Yeah, hopefully there will be. While we're on favourite things, in line with uh, our 50k giveaway, because Wall Street has our main main YouTube account has reached 50,000. So we kind of to celebrate that. What do we do, Jim? So yeah, we're we're giving away a, a classic kit or a classic football shirt of your choice courtesy of classic football shirt so there's a up to a the video value of 100 pounds up to the value of 100 quid yeah so we've got a video hood called uh, the five most iconic kits that me and Flav did there is a story about Flav to be honest that you need to watch <laughs> and find out oh about. my god yeah I um, watched it but more importantly go what? to that video subscribe that to what that's the <laughs> yeah I showed you the name no. uh, go to that video let me just do this show it's, it's out there. Yeah, but don't bring attention to it. Um, <laughs> so people stumble across it. I'm fine. still loves you regardless. Okay. Um, so subscribe to Bull Street and like that video and comment on that video with the kit that you'd like to, to win and, uh, and you might be able to win it. We're going to pick one at random in about two weeks' time. That'll be revealed on Talking Bulls on your... your oh, is show. it? Yeah. Okay, good. That'll be exciting. Is that <laughs> on Thursday? Not this Thursday. No, uh, there's, a date, there's a date that's in the description. Okay. Check that out. Good. So you yeah, do it. Go and do it now. What's your favourite ever kit? Um, Got any? I quite like the um, France 80. Was it 84, 82? Was it blue? The, <laughs> yeah, with like the red and the kind of white. It was the platini. Yeah. Was it the one where they won? Was it 84? 84. Yeah. 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 I, I quite like that. That France kit was a good one. It's funny what success always does for a kit. And it's like... Cause, no, that one in 84 where they fell out they, they didn't get out of qualifying groups 
that, that kit. Who? No one saying no one remembers right, right, the yeah, greatest kit yeah. if, if there isn't a successful team. Uh, yeah, I, England had a good one actually, which had that red with the blue, blue. Uh, yeah, uh, Keegan, um, I think Keegan wore. Keegan was, was that the '82 Trevor Francis World Cup? Well? Yeah, was that '82 World Cup? That was '82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good kit. That was a nice kit. I, actually, England. It's weird because I did the England kit. I mentioned on on the show, but the, the button up polo eighty six. No, this was just oh. ten years, four years ago, I think. Mm. Actually, that's there's a kit. The the blue nineteen eighty six World Cup kit. My, for England, my nan the light got a blue one. and bought bought for me, and I used to wear it all the time. Yeah, it was, it was that a was, that was a decent. So kit. few people had it. It was kind of quite a bit out of left field at the time as well. Yeah, um, yeah, sky blue. That was nice. I used to wear uh, Dutch kits as well. I kind of quite like an orange, like a, the the, the Cruyff. Yeah, the 88 one is an iconic kit, and the Cruyff, um, the Cruyff, like what 74 or something like that. Rob Asian asked that question, so thank you, Rob. Uh, you're so right. Yeah, it goes sorry. hand in hand with if you're not a successful team, then the kit does not get remembered. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, so <laughs> but then you know, there's just there's another kit next year, so yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe that one will do. Be it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got a good question here. It's created some debate and laughter in the office. Uh, Wanyama Sin pajamas. Um, he said, "Who's the most plastic fan at Ball Street?" Uh, who responded to this? Was it you, Ad? Yeah. Craig? Or maybe Sam Peoples. Was that you, Ad? Yeah. Craig or Sam? Okay. Why? No, I'm joking. It's definitely Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, the Chelsea fan. Yeah. What, what, what is a plastic fan to you lot? That's a great question. Someone that's uh, that's only in it for the glory. I put Robbie. Yeah, Craig then. I, I put Robbie. Uh, oh yeah, you did. You wrote Robbie as yeah, well. I Robbie I think, um, um, just doesn't put the effort in, does he? <laughs> does he really yeah, go? Does yeah. he go? No, not committed. <laughs> yeah, not fully committed. Uh, who's the most plastic fan I mean a plastic in my eyes is someone who and it's it's, it's hard because you can't often fall, help who you fall in love with mm. you're, you're you know you, you're out you're is this you two trying to <laughs> yeah like the first time I met Jim I was like I love him I love him <laughs> I love him love him so much and oh. then and you okay. and Adam right and then the, now I don't feel as yeah, special yeah. just yeah. making everyone feel involved okay. um yeah, the, the, but you can't help it. If you fall in love with Chelsea or you fall in love with Man City now, you can't help that. And But the, you, your entire life, you're just going to be accused of being a plastic fan. It's a lot more expensive to go and watch those clubs. So, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say Neil and Manu. No, you're not buying it. Well, come on. He's going to be upset about that. Yeah, I know he is, and I like Neil, so I feel bad now you said that, but... And he's not been here that long, but, but, but Sam, he supports Man U. Yeah, so does Sam. Who, and he, he had a perfectly good team in Southend United down Sam, the road. The people's person. The people's republic of the Jodian front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Tanvir. Oh, yeah. Tanvir? Definitely. Tanvir. Tanvir works yeah. with Sam on United People's TV. Tanvir. You, Tanvir. <laughs> um, you're, yeah, I, I'm, we're all agreeing here, aren't we? It's yeah. Tanvir. It's Tanvir. He's, yeah, yeah, it's Tamvir. Tamvir, yeah. Or Craig, I think Craig's plastic. Yeah, but he's Chelsea, that's what you want to... Yeah, he's not going to be upset about it. He's genuinely going to be upset because he, he was around before the money. Does he go? But was he? But was he? He doesn't go. It, he, he does he not go? That's why I said it. He, Craig. He doesn't go because... He's, His dad doesn't he, like going anymore. Yeah, uh, but he also doesn't go because he's sick of the money. He's sick of what it's done oh, to, he's a, to Chelsea Football Club. Is he? Said no Chelsea fan ever. Yeah. yeah. But I'm still going Tambier. 
Yeah, Tampa. Well, when Tampa went, when the last time Tampa went to a game? That's a good point. And he supports Man United and he's from South London. He's the very the beacon of, of a plastic fan. Beacon. Yes, Tambia. We're, we're all agreed right, on Tambia. Let's, let's move on. Top five. Oh, Your favourite feature. I have no. Uh, I've not done any. I've not done any preparation. Go, what is this? European cities. Ooh, fucking top Jack five European. European. No, anywhere if you like. World cities. Can I chuck mine into Go the on. hat? Prague. <laughs> but not for not for reasons you will think. Um, <laughs> it's it's. Sorry, I just had a flashback. The, this this um, it, amazing city, Spurs, and it always links in with football for me. But Spurs' first European trip in a, a decade, 2006, um, something like four or 5,000 Spurs fans went over as we played Slavia Prague and we went to their city and we treated it with the utmost of respect. You know, there was no, definitely no pissing in the streets, no singing of uh, 10 German bombers, nothing like that. There actually wasn't. And uh, uh, it was just an amazing mishmash of football support and Beautiful culture and, and amazing looking women and men. Fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely great. brilliant. That's lovely. What, what, that's one. That's one. Uh, Number no, what, what, what is your five? Are you going off? Yeah, you're going to go five. Just, or we're getting amalgamated. He's asked for top five Europe, top five world cities. You can't just say one. Can well, you? I haven't been. I've only been in Europe. All right. Well, they've Europe. Okay. But, right. but, but is there anywhere you want to go? I'll give you another one. Amsterdam. <laughs> Yeah. Amsterdam is the best place. Amsterdam is fucking cool. <laughs> it is I'm gonna put, I might put it on mine actually. Amsterdam, parallels between these two cities. Amsterdam's the best place on earth. Like, yeah. It's my favourite place. I haven't yeah, been to Amsterdam. It's, Amsterdam's it's awesome. Again. One of the best One things about Amsterdam is because when you live in London and when, when you're in a lot of Western world kind of um, places, I don't know, like America and stuff like that, you're advertised to at scale all the time billboards you know people handing you shit it's fucking it's everywhere right yeah. you know they're handing out papers and stuff like that it's kind of everywhere and I think that's one of the in Amsterdam the um, it's very tranquil it's, a, it's a, an environment that's kind of where people are riding around on bikes and stuff like that so you've not kind of got all this it's true people trying to get there and it just gives you a bit of a cleaner um, state of mind because you don't have as many things kind of competing for your it's attention. So, it's so laid back. Apart from apart from the main bit around the station where it's yeah. absolute mayhem. Yeah. The rest of it's so Leiders plan or Rembrandt's plan where you get these kind of the the little kind of yeah uh, burrows or whatever you'd call them. Yeah. You you do get a bit of busyness. But what I would say is get as far anyone looking to go understand just get as far away from the red light district as possible. Mm. Um, unless. That's what you're there for. Oh, I mean, and he's to his own. But 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 for me, the best part of it was yeah. just just sort of south, um, a place called the pipe. Right. The okay. Um, and you're just walking. Amazing. You're just walking around like the, there's some amazing. Just the canals and uh, and it's very beautiful, uh, beautiful little city. And you can have as much fun there as you could possibly ask for. There's so much to do. <laughs> He's such a dick. Not like so that. Amsterdam's in there. Amsterdam's in mine as well. God, Jim, add something to it. Uh, yeah, well, you've got it written down there. Uh, it's European, but I would definitely have that as well. Actually, Rio. Yeah. But, yeah it's awesome. Does that are we allowed it, to go? Yeah, yeah just say we have Rio. Then. Yeah, I think Rio is Rio and Buenos Aires are amazing. I'd love amazing. to go to Buenos Aires. I've never been. Out Went there, to a Boca game. Like, <sighs> had a lot of fun. It was. It's amazing. How, how does so it, different? How does a South American game of football compare to say something that you'd expect to see in England? I can't really remember the game that much, right. to be honest. But it, I think it was. It felt 
slower. I was just I just oh the atmosphere is unreal. Yeah, I wasn't really watching the game. I was yeah, just kind of, game, yeah. I was just like although the away fans are above us and were throwing piss on us. Yeah, but so yeah. they're a bit more severe. That's tough. Which is but, a shame. But um, but yeah, Rio and what, yeah, what's beautiful about the whole of South America really is there's a rhythm to it. It's very different. There's a lot of kind of dance and and music and kind of family yeah. within the the culture that I think makes. A lot of big meetups and kind of again this whole thing where the whole family's kind of moving and 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 I think that when you then look at Rio and Brazil, you see it show up actually in in the way they do their sport. So what I love about Rio is again the music, the carnival, all that kind of stuff. But there's the backgrounds of and of like capoeira and sort of the, the movement and the rhythm that they have I think shows up in their athletes and the way that they play football the way that the team you know the great Brazilian teams where they yield and then just explode over there it's very similar to almost some of the principles of capoeira and, and some of their martial arts and I think that the uh, the, the city is incredible it's frightening in places um, but it's hot and it's beautiful and it, it's just it's an incredible place but all that stuff that we kind of I don't think don't have yeah. that, that makes it very difficult and, and a very so it's an electric experience even when you're just walking around I'm, so I'm yeah. desperate to go to South America and I was talking about it with my missus nice. and we were talking you can't leave us though you can have a holiday in the summer but mm. you can't leave us so there's no yeah. travelling sort of just like tell her thing work. no I'm not going to go travelling good as long as that's clear that's clear I'm clear about that good right okay you can have a holiday a couple of weeks yeah alright fine um, well one <laughs> two like right, ten days in, in South <laughs> ten days one. is pushing it one no, right, one, yeah. week, no, one no, week you, one week I in think South you America get a few weeks out that'd be an amazing trip what, and, and where where, sh- where should I go am I, oh, am I, am I talking yeah. Colombia or am I talking Peru see this is Peru's it, awesome it's mad South America is so yeah. big I yeah. can't like if you want to go from Rio to Buenos Aires you can get a bus and it takes 24 hours at least I yeah. think because so you've got the Andes that's Rio, Rio to Bro- Bro- Buenos Aires in, in, in Argentina, Argentina yeah. yeah sorry so, the danger is because you've got like the, the mountains and it's kind of up and down travelling around by car by land can, can, can take quite a long time uh, so it's difficult I, I think that you kind of almost need three weeks in, in any one of those countries to really get properly deeply into it yeah um, I've been to like Ecuador and, and Mexico which is actually Central America but like Cusco Rio and done a few weeks in all these places oh, no. I know what's going on oh you're, you're yeah. just your arm I'd burnt myself the other day and I just Graphic. kind of caught it is there any tissue up there Ad? there's your uh, thumbnail should we just end it <laughs> there's your thumbnail <laughs> Um, no, we, just, we just pull it a day. Uh, yeah, London as well. London. Yeah, I've got London on my list. And Byron London's Bay. on your list. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. London's it's fucking unreal. awesome city. Yeah, awesome man. city. I've had my fill. Got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for two years. Mm. All right, yeah. Bromby there. Thank you, everyone, for for joining us. Thanks for stepping in. Give us give us your top five yeah. places actually, because um, let us know where Flav should be going. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's, uh, yeah. Let's t- together work on where you, where Flav's. International tour is going to... I'm going yeah. to Croatia in three weeks. All right. How for, long for? For a week. Just for a week. Good. Yeah. And I can't wait. Absolutely mm. can't wait. Yeah, it'll be amazing. It's going to be amazing. With the the women are a delight. Yes. And Mrs. Mrs. the missus is coming. She knows. She understands. Uh, but yeah, give us your top five. Give us some uh, other ones to do that we that we should be doing next week. Yeah. Okay. This has been the Long Bullshit. Remember, every Friday as well, one for the weekend, sponsored by Fan League. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. 
go subscribe to Bull Street and get involved in the competition. By the way, McIntyre, it's good that I, I listen to an amazing yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. And accusations of him wearing guy liner, which I thought was wrong because I didn't spot anything. Um, in the and if he was, then so what? Exactly. You know, yeah. they, it works. Each to his own. Yeah. With this, this 2017. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See the far post. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.